going to work. I hope so. Is that? Yep, just learning how to use this new thing. <laughs> you got it. Yay! What? Oh, I, I hear someone in the background. Yeah, he's mad. Uh-oh. Eat your food, you're fine. Uh-oh. Eat your food, you're fine. Here in a minute, we'll go ahead and get going here. I got some people in the chat here. Luna Girl and Dragon Buddies in the chat. Oh, I see that. They're all ready to go. Yes, they are. <laughs> he lets our coffee. Oh, and I can't even type. <laughs> <laughs> this ought to be oh, there's good. There's Hector. What? Way to go. Oh. My dad not going up to podcasting. Actually, he's probably going to join us here shortly. He's actually on a pop mission right now. Oh. So he's probably going to join us. I just... I'll just go ahead and and do this and we'll go ahead and it should there we go i have everybody <laughs> all right yay <laughs> oh great now now he's in the chat <laughs> i see that yeah dad why didn't you do that <laughs> Jeez. All right. Okay, let me go ahead and we'll get this started. So I'm going to go ahead and put you backstage and and we'll get on the other side of this and get it started. Sounds good. All right. Sorry to our audience here. Kimberly's on the helm of working all electronics, so she's still learning. So <laughs> welcome everyone to Used and Abused this evening. Well, evening for some, early afternoon for others. I'm Kimberly. I'm one half of Used and Abused. Scott will be here shortly. He's on a run somewhere. I just want to welcome everybody. And tonight we have another installment of March Music Madness, and we have some special guests who I'll bring on to the stream here shortly. But before we do, I'm going to go ahead and take care of business and get that all taken care of. And then we'll go ahead and bring our special guests on. And we'll go ahead and let and announce exactly what we're what group we're doing tonight. So if you want 
to okay it says thank you to our patreons luna girl dragon buddy don delis newt solsky brady big lovin hannah mikey and brindley thanks again for supporting the show join our patreon go to patreon.com slash used abused pod search for used abused pod today on all your favorite podcasting apps including apple google audible amazon music spotify iHeartRadio, and more we are proud members of the Red 5 Network. Go to red5network.com to find more exciting podcasts and go to red5networkbio.link slash red5 to find those podcasts. And speaking of the Red 5 Network, we like to welcome the newest member, Cosmetics and Comics, to the Red 5 family. Welcome. Check out our Cantina family, the Sidebar Cantina, the Escape Pod on YouTube, and all your favorite apps, podcasting apps. The Sidebar Cantina goes live on Mondays. The Escape Pod goes live on Wednesdays. Check out the Orange and Fett show on Spotify. I don't know what they're doing, but they're on Spotify. Also, check out Swede Studios, Big Swede's Excellent Adventure, and Tactical Swede, only on YouTube. And don't forget to smash that like button. And if you are new to the channel, click subscribe and then click the bell to be notified when we go live. You can find Used and Abused Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also email us at usedabusedpod.com. Let me start over. Sorry, guys. Usedabusedpod at gmail.com. Don't forget the Gmail in there else it won't get to us. Our website is used abusedpod.com there you'll find links to all of our episodes links to our youtube videos replays of our live shows links to our merch store and link to our patreon under donate now we also have some more here you can also leave us a message and click subscribe to be notified by email when new audio episodes only come are available for listening Go to tpublic.com and search for used abused pod, all lowercase for our merch store. There you'll find t-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, face masks, onesies, coffee mugs, and etc. Also remember, all links are in all links are in the show notes and pinned to the top of our Twitter page. Now, tonight, as it is, we are discussing. The band him. Let me go ahead and get something off of here. Sorry, guys. And as it says, our special guest tonight is my niece Hannah and her husband Mikey. We'll be discussing the band him. Please help me welcome hi Hannah and Mikey to the podcast. Hi, Nan and Mikey. Huh? Hi. hi. Nan and Mikey. No, don't yeah, I go. Hey, I'm at the helm doing this. So my wording is all complicated. No, don't touch. <laughs> so well welcome, welcome to, the, to the podcast tonight hope we can hope you'll have a good time as we just the band that i had only barely heard about <laughs> and had listened to their album just within the last two days hold on we can barely hear you okay let me go okay. ahead and all right there how's that can you yeah, that's, that's all right. All right. Don't no, touch. Think, don't, okay. <laughs> no, anyway. not you, him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
All right. So let's go ahead here. There we go. That's is that better? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. So let's go ahead and I've got a little bit of information about this band. It is a Finnish band, a gothic Finnish band. Let me pull that up. You know, you think I'd be ready for all this, but mm -mm. nope, I'm never ready. (laughs) Yeah, you are. I know. (laughs) All right. So let's kind of get, let's kind of, I'm going to kind of read this kind of background on it. And then we'll go ahead and discuss more in depth the band and their music and stuff. All right. So it says, uh, him, sometimes stylized as H dot I dot M dot, was was a Finnish gothic rock band from Helsinki. First formed in 1991 by vocalists, sorry if I mispronounced names, Vail Velo and bassist Nico Midge. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. P. <laughs> under, under the name His Infernal Majesty. The band broke up after only a few years, only to re- be reformed in 1995 by Vallejo and guitarist Miko Lindst- uh, forget it, after being rejoined by Midge, as well as keyboardist and Toto and drummer P-A-T-K-A. There we go. <laughs> the band was called released its debut album, The Greatest Love Songs, Volume 666, in 1997. In 2000, now with drummer Micah yeah, Lipstick and keyboardist Juska, yeah, the band released Razor Blade Romance, which reached the number one spot in Finland, Austria, and Germany. The first single... Join Me in Death also charted at number one in Finland and Germany, eventually going platinum and gold respectfully. Following the addition of Janie Burton on keyboard, keyboards, him released Deep Shadows and Brilliant Highlights 2001 and Love Metal 2003. Both tracked the top 10 in several countries and allowed the band to tour in the United Kingdom and the United States for the first time. So, yep, somebody's just wanting to, somebody wants to let everybody know he's here. He's so mad. I know. He's teething, so he doesn't feel good. Oh. So every little thing makes him mad. Yeah. (laughs) Hello, Tom. Okay, so yeah, just ba- basically that's what they they were, and then Dark Light was the group's most commercially successful album to date, and that was in two thousand five. And the Finnish group in the first Finnish group in history to receive a gold record in the U.S., which I thought that was pretty awesome. In two thousand seven, him released Venus Doom in in the U.S. Uh, Venus Doom, the making of which was marred by Vallejo's personal life. Nevertheless, the album gave the band the highest charting position in the U.S. at number 12. After 2010, Screamworks in Love and Theory and Practice, him went on hiatus after Gas Lipstick was forced to take medical leave. Following several months of uncertainty, the band regrouped and released their 
their album Tears on Tape in 2013. Gas Lipstick announced his departure from the band in 2015 and, as, and was subsequently replaced by Juka Cosmo Kroger on March 5th, 2017. Him announced that the band would be disbanding following a farewell tour in 2017. The band played its final show on New Year's Eve at 2017 as part of an annual Helldorn Festival. So yeah, that was just a little bit of information about them. And the one thing, the one thing I really liked, and I don't know, I don't know if if anybody has heard it, but their cover of "Don't Fear the Reaper" on their first album, I love their cover of it. Oh, their yeah. cover was awesome. I was, I was just that. That right there just went, oh, I love this band. <laughs> they can sing. <laughs> so, so, Mikey, how did you get into them? Well, I first heard them like in 98. I was in okay. junior high. And so uh, I sit in the back of class, right, because I never wanted to take them in school. So I sat next to like this, I don't know, goth chick, whatever she was. And uh, for like the longest time, she would always just have headphones in throughout uh-huh. the whole class. Teacher never like told her shit. She just left her alone. She was pretty scared. So uh, <clears throat> one day, just kind of be just me being an asshole, which is like, I feel like she heard like the same song over and over. <laughs> so I just was like, Oh, like, what, is that the only song they have on Oski you can't afford anymore? <laughs> and she just told me to go fuck myself or whatever. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> so I was like, okay, sorry. <laughs> so then, like, uh, close to the, the end of the school year, I had, like, I, just, I, I could just hear her playing that same song over and over again. So finally I uh-huh. gave in, I was like, okay, I have to hear what you listen because I'm like, Clearly, it must be a good song if you're listening to it. And so, <clears throat> the song it was, it was, uh, which one was it? I think it was, I can't remember the, the original artist, but it was, uh, hold on. Now I can't think of the song. <laughs> hold on a minute. Hold on a second. <clears throat> So it was uh Oh Mikey's tell Mikey's telling me about his experience. Yeah, it was the uh Go ahead, continue. The cover song from Wicked Game. So uh Chris Isaac. And I was like, Oh, that's actually a pretty good cover song. And so I asked her, Hey, can you do me a favor if I bring you a blank C D like Back in the days, we were able to burn CDs because that was like the cool thing to do. So she brought me a a copy of that first album, which was your greatest love song, so Grade Six uh, Six Six Six, and that's when I first heard them. So I think uh, every year, her and her family they went down to to Finland because that's where they're originally from, and that's where they heard of the band. So uh, every year, like she became my best friend because I wanted that next album every time she went to to Finland because that's the only where 
only place where they would play it. So that's oh. where I first, first heard it. So she brought you back their new album, their new yeah. album every year. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really awesome. So Hannah, how did you come to know them? Mikey. Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> do you, do you have do you have any favorites or anything? Um Yeah, my number one is um Wings of a Butterfly. Oh, that one's good. I love that one. Yeah. So I didn't even start listening to it until what, a couple years ago. Yeah. When we first uh, got together. Well, I didn't listen to the full albums until like a couple years ago. I, I sent you one song. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what do you think their singing styles are based on? Just out of curiosity, what do you think they base their singing style on? Well, so I know it was supposed to be uh, what was it? Kind of like their love metal kind of thing. So uh-huh. during I don't know one of the interviews, if I remember correctly, uh. Villa, Villa said that uh, like he wanted to do like rock and roll, but he's like, no, that's not really us. I feel like rock and roll is like balls to the wall and you're just like, that's just too crazy for us. So he's all like, he said that he wanted to make music that mothers can enjoy. And that's kind of what he decided to do, which is make mm-hmm. mellow-ish music. Mm-hmm. Like that dark and gloomy kind of music. Yeah, That's very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He made a lot of Yeah, that was accurate. Yeah. yeah. And I liked um I liked the little heart heartogram. Um, yeah, I love that. I I didn't notice it at first, but as I started listening to the albums and looking at the covers, I just love the way they put it in there. That yeah, is so I guess uh, cool. he first made that when he was like in his twenties. Oh wow. And a lot of people accused of them of being like Satanist. But they weren't. Uh, they were like no. none of us are religious in any way. No. And like a fun fact, the their first album, uh-huh. the greatest love songs is six six six. So uh-huh. there's actually six six songs on that. They're hitting tracks, but there's actually six six songs, and the whole album goes for six to six minutes and six seconds, and it it is six hundred and sixty six megabytes of data on that oh. CD. Oh wow. Just a fun fact. <laughs> I didn't know that. I was wondering what that was, uh, why they did the 666. Yeah. So that they were like, uh, oh, yeah, you guys are Satanists. And we're like, no, we're not. We're, we have no affiliation with Satan or churches or any of that. Te amo con todo mi corazón. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I don't even know what you just played for me. <laughs> so are you gonna join us? Okay. All right. <laughs> I am. After I have to get my thoughts back together after I'm trying to put wrap my rat brain around what you just played. <laughs> so is there huh? Go ahead, Hannah. I was gonna say ask the Mexican. <laughs> what did you catch that and what he said? Oh, he just said I love you with all my heart. That's what Oh, okay. <laughs> Dad, Tom's asking where you're at, so I guess you better sit your ass down. Tom? Yeah. Daddy poop. 
Scott will join us here shortly. He's kind of busy right now. So. Uh. All right. Hey, is there, uh, let's go ahead and see if there's any other like stuff to touch on. And then I'm turning it over to you. Yes, I am. Okay. Oh, it just says a little bit about the early years and everything. Deanna, do you have Wikipedia up? No. No. Of course not. <laughs> you so didn't tell me to. I did too. <laughs> let's hmm. let's kind of go ahead and. Um, All right. Well, hey, personal time for Hannah. She can talk about her nails while you. Yeah. When you mute. So I wasn't going to say anything because they just released today, but as a stylist, I actually got to buy these early, but so we launched our spring collection today, and these are only some of them that came out, but look at these. This one's called Bloomer Has It. Let's see. There we go. My cousin wants to steal that one. Um, this one's Shimmer Down. Oh, wrong way. Sorry, guys. It's like a purple. Toffee Nut. Sleep Tight. I don't know how this one's supposed to be spring. It's dark. But these just went live this morning, so I'm pretty, pretty off, pretty excited about it. Lean, mean, tangerine. These look way better in person, just saying. Philadelphia. I like how my dad just tells me all of a sudden that I'm doing this stuff live instead of telling me earlier, think you're slick. Like a blue marble. You would think you'd be used to it by now. No, I'm not used to it by now. Definitely not. Oh, oh. It's like different shades. Comic relief. Look at that one. That one was actually part of our what's it called oh look look who finally decided to join us <laughs> yes why did you put me back on the screen are you done no okay it's all look yours watermelon season Ooh. Oops. wow how cute 
good night. It's like a, it's for your toes, by the way. Oh, I can't okay. really tell. But it's like a wow. You're ridiculous. It's like a dark, sparkly blue. Our new one of our new French manicures. Look at that. It's all sparkly. Oh yeah. Please, please, please get your shit together. You know what? I could just go away. How about that one? No, no. There's this one. It's called Just a Gleamer. I really like this Ooh, one. I want that one. <laughs> Me too. You can't have it. I know. <laughs> but I <laughs> and that was the nail portion of the show. I'm right there. But there it is. Kim's got me all combobulated. How we doing, everybody? Oh, yeah, I'm blurred out. <laughs> You're not close <laughs> enough. I know. Oh, I can yeah, you are. Oh. <laughs> oh, darn it. <laughs> I was hoping to get away with it. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. So close. All right, where you at? So close. Oh, we're just yeah, yeah. We're just discussing. We're just discussing their music, um, music style. Yeah, and then we're gonna go over this one, a little bit more information. So, this is actually actually some more some more information that are you okay? Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. <laughs> okay. The first three, the first incarnation of him was formed in 91 by childhood friends v- Vallejo and Midge mm-hmm, in Helsinki, Finland. Vallejo played six-string ba- bass, not bass. We're not fishing. We Good are not fishing. God, really? <laughs> which, which substituted for guitar while Midge also played bass. The band had two rotating drummers, Sammy and Juha, doubled his Infernal Majesty, or dubbed his Infernal Majesty. Other names considered for the band included Black Earth, Black Salem, and Kafiri. After recording its first demo, Witches and Other Night Fears, his Infernal Majesty played I see what you're doing played his first show on New Year's Eve 1992 at the semi-final in Helsinki well you're what well, you guys are not seeing see she's got her phone down here right but what she's literally doing is this that's because of the light okay I need light you <laughs> the, need light it's a fucking phone my light isn't bright enough so turn it up I don't know if I can turn it up anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's a problem. What? (laughs) Which child was that one? That's uh, the little one. Case, yeah. (laughs) That may work. I did turn it. Nope. (laughs) You just turned your fucking... With your flashlight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is going to be good tonight. Oh, this is going to be good. Please, please get your shit together. I'm working on it. <laughs> oh, motherfucker. There we go. Now we're good. <laughs> oh, what a difference life makes. <laughs> Anyways, I uh, wanted to point this out real quick. Tom remembers when Don Vito got the heartogram tattoo. Oh. Mm-hmm. I love I that heartogram. We're going to get one. Way, I already have one. Did you, did, you, did you catch? Oh, you probably missed it. What? I, in the chat oh. earlier, I threw up a fuck Red Bull. Fuck Mercedes, 
go Ferrari. Hey, I don't care. I would rather have Ferrari be constructors champion and world champion. Anyway, right. Look at this <laughs> at the semifinal in Helsinki, the band broke up shortly thereafter when Midge began his national military service in ninety in nineteen ninety five. His Infernal Majesty was reformed by Vallejo and guitarist Miko Lindstrom. Together, they recorded four track demo, which featured Vallejo on drums and vocals and Lindy on guitar and bass. Vallejo originally intended to remain, or originally intended to remain as bassist for the group, but took up the role of lead vocalist out of necess out of necessity after they were unable to find another singer. That's interesting. Eventually, the two were joined by returning bassist Midge and drummer Johanna. Yeah, we're going to leave it at that. The group played his first show on December 1995 at Tetro in Helsinki, opening for. Keiku, we're going to leave it at that. The band's <laughs> next show was also at Teatro, this time performing typo negative co covers for which they recruited keyboardist Jane, Janie Burton. Yeah, that one. His Infernal Majesty continued to record several more demos, sending them to Nuclear Blast, Roadrunner, and Spineform Records, among others of whom passed on the band. Eventually, they were signed. Oh, they were signed by BMG, or signed to BMG by production manager Asko Kaloon, who was impressed by the band's cover of Chris Isaac's "Wicked Game." In October 1996, the band, now called Him, released its EP six 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 Ways to Love Prologue. And there was Mikey was telling us some interesting information on that, on what that cool. actually stood for. <laughs> So you want to tell Scott, Mikey, what that stands for? If he would have been on the fucking show, he would have heard it. <laughs> I got two shakes. No, so on their on their first album, right? So yeah. there's actually hidden tracks if you if you keep playing it. There's okay. 66 tracks. Okay, and there's um what is it? There's 66 tracks, and the whole album goes it plays for 66 minutes and six seconds, and there is 666 megabytes of data on that and the, on the CD. Oh, so wow. it's all 666. But oh, no. everyone accused them of, you know, being Satan, Satanist or whatever. And I think this was around the time where, like, people were lighting churches on fire in Finland around that time. Oh. And so he's just like, they're like, well, no, we're not religious or we're not Satanists. Right. You know, that's just, just like that's just what we wanted to do. And uh, so he's like, yeah, we're not we're not religious in any way, shape or form. That's cool. That is cool. That reminds me of uh, speaking about an artist doing something like that. Reminds me of Marilyn Manson. He did on that on his uh Antichrist Superstar album. They had a shit little fucking dead silent tracks. <laughs> that no, kept playing for fucking no. ever. And then, I think what was it, the final one? It finally said the beautiful people again or some shit. It's like whatever. I I ended up racing like when I put them on like iTunes. I ended up racing all that bullshit in between. Like once the final song ends, that's where it ends on my fucking CD because I don't care. Yeah, but, no, that's cool. That is fucking cool. Thank you for sharing that. No problem. All right. All right. 
Love's Prolonged doubled at number 16 on the Finnish singles chart and peaked at number nine five weeks later. The band played a special album release at the Travis Tavistea Club on 19 October 1996 before starting a full tour for which they recruited keyboardist Anto uh, yeah, Mela, Mela Zemnin, yeah, sorry for the mispronunciation. Don't know how to pronounce names here. Why do you think you're reading all this? <laughs> <laughs> I set your ass up for this. Yeah, I know you did. I know you did. Him, became, him began recording its full-length debut album in 97 with Healy Hilasama once again producing due to the band's minimal studio experience. Hilasama played a critical role in helping build him sound, for which Belejo dubbed him the honorary sixth member of the group. Greatest Love Songs Volume 666 was released in Finland on on November 3rd, 1997, and internationally a year later. The album charted in Finland and Germany, peaking at number four in the former... In the former... Okay. The singles... When Love and Death Embrace and you and Your Sweet 666 also cracked the top 10 in the band's home country. Greatest Love Songs Volume 666 received positive reviews from critics with all music deciding the albums, the album as having a very diverse sound. We were discussing how diverse that sound was. <laughs> so, Do you want? I've lost my place. Mm-hmm. Okay. There we go. And ultimately succeeding in pleasing everyone, whether they're into rock or rock, into rock or pop. Greatest Love Songs Volume 666 would eventually go platinum in Finland. Him also went on to win Newcomer of the Year and Debut Album of the Year in 97, Emma Gala. The supporting tour for the Greatest Love, Greatest Love Songs Volume 666 began mid-December 97 at the maximum in Caputio, Caputio. Where the fuck is a T-O in there? Where? Don't worry about this. Prior to him's first international tour, the band decided to fire keyboardist Anto as they felt he was too disorganized and scatterbrained. He was replaced by Jesse Miko, or no, it was Jusko. Jusko. After returning to Finland, the band also parted ways with Paka, according to the band, Paka's girlfriend had become pregnant, which left him with limited time to rehearse. He was replaced by Mika Gas Lipstick. Yep. In January 99, him began demoing material for his next album with Healy. These sessions proved to be unsuccessful. However, the band decided to relocate to Rockfield, Wales with producer John Fryer. In November of 1999, him released the single Join Me in Death which charted at number one in Finland and Germany. The single would eventually go platinum in Finland, as well as gold in Germany and Austria. At the 1999 Emma Gala, him were named Export of the Year. On December 31st, 1999, the band performed at the Tavista Club in Helsinki, Finland, which turned into a New Year's tradition for the group. In second album, Razorblade Romance, was released January 24, 2000, peaked at number one in Finland, Austria and Germany. The album would eventually 
He certified double platinum in Finland, triple gold in Germany, as well as gold in Austria. Four more singles were released, all of which reached the top five on the Finnish single charts. Razorbelly Rosemance was mostly well received by critics. Pretty freaking cool, but the band's uh, rundown will drop over here. The band, during the supporting tour for Razorblade Romance, him played its first shows in the United Kingdom. As the tour progressed, however, the band began to feel exhausted. They were also hit with several near-fatal accidents, which Valo nearly fell off a balcony, and so Salimian ended up in the emergency room after a prank gone wrong. By the band's own account, him nearly broke up. So they eventually regrouped and began rehearsing for another album. <laughs> what is with these bands and their damn pranks? <laughs> hey, that's, you gotta you gotta have some sort of fun. Fun, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is nearly kill each other. What the fuck? <laughs> well, that's probably not what they really originally set out to do. So, do so you want me to go? Hey, Chanty. Do you want me to go to Deep Shadows and Brilliant Highlights of Love and Metal? Yeah. All right. All right. This is Deep Shadows and Brilliant Highlights in Love Metal 2001 to 2004. In late 2000, him began demoing material for its third album, which producer T.T. Oscala satisfied with the results. The band initially wanted to release these demos as its next album. However, BMG resisted and brought producer Kevin Shirley on board to work on the record. Around this time, keyboardist Juska Salmania was also fired from the group after missing several rehearsals. Salmanian would later attribute his departure to burnout. He was replaced by Janie Burton. Uh, I'm not even going to say. Pertinian. Pertinian. The recording process for him's third album lasted approximately 11 months, which generally affected the material Greatly affected the material. It's greatly affected the material. Velo later explained, when we started recording the third album, we were into Stoner Rock and Black Sabbath. At the end, we were into Neil Young, and it shows on the record. According to Vallow, outside influences within the music industry also contributed to the extended recording process. Hymn's third album, Deep Shadows and Brilliant Highlights, was eventually released August 24th, 2001. The record peaked at number one in Finland and Austria and number two in Germany and Switzerland. The album the album would eventually go platinum in Finland and gold in Austria. Three singles were released, of which reached the top five in Finland. Deep Shadows and Brilliant Highlights received mixed reviews with all music calling it way too clean and utterly boring. The This was echoed by Soundy who called this album an ideal music for girls who don't <laughs> dig the music, but Bill Velo's looks mm, and sounds like his, fucking black album. Yeah. And his lyrics, de- decadent imagery, blabbermouth.net, blabbermouth.net, meanwhile, was more positive, stating that in purely artistic and commercial terms, him have made a, made the just the logical follow-up album to one of last year's highlights and they continue to cement their reputation as one of the most unique and consistent rock acts around him was once again named expert or export of the year at the 20 2001 emma gala the band also received the viewer's choice award at the viva 
<clears throat> Comet Awards. Did I was you? going in 2002 here. Him was involved in a rights dispute over his name in the United States as him was already owned by dr the drummer of Chicago Jazz of the very same name. The finished him was renamed her for the in the U.S. until a settlement was reached between parties, which allowed both to use the moniker. What? On October 7, 2002, the band released a single collection of set containing all the group singles along the previous unreleased with a previously unreleased single of It's All Tears. I love that song. That same month, him's official biography, written by J.K. Juntaman, was released. The supporting tour for Deep Shadows and Brilliant Highlights once again exhausted the band and nearly to the point of breaking up. Mom. It also brought the group close together. Him also played his first concert in the United States at a one-off show organized by professional skateboarder and television personality Bam Margera. He would he would go on to work with the band extensively promoting them and directing several other videos. Okay, now your turn to tell how you got introduced to him. Everybody else has. Now it's your turn. People of Bam. Thank you. <laughs> That's how I got introduced to him. I know. I was watching Viva La Bam and freaking they had him on there. Bam had him on. I think Bam went to a show or something. It's like, all right, cool. Let me check this band out. Okay. So you want it? Okay, I'm out here. No. You're going to stick around. You're going to stick this out. <laughs> following the, following yeah, a two-month break in early 2002, him regrouped and began re rehearsing for its next album, which saw the band working with he Healy... Hilsama again. The band viewed the record viewed the record as a reaction to difficulties they faced during Deep Shadows and Brilliant Highlights. According to Velo, after what we considered a disappointment with Deep Shadows and Brilliant Highlights, because there were so many chefs in the kitchen, he wanted to be a band that we control what we do and everybody else can fuck off. End quote. Love it. The new determination was underlined by the decision to include the band's logo, the Hardogram, per, 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 prominently. Thank you. You're prominently welcome. on the front cover. <laughs> Velo called this a statement of intent, musically, visu visually, and idea ideologically. Him's fourth studio album, Love Metal, was released 11 April 2003, and it reached the top five in four countries, peaking at number one in Finland and Germany. It also became the group's first album to chart in the UK and at number 55. Love Metal would be certified platinum in Finland and gold in Germany. The singles were released with The Funeral of Hearts. That's a good song, too. Peaking at number one in Finland, the music video was later named Best Video of 2004, Kerrang! Awards. Love Metal was well-received by critics with Soundy giving it three out of five stars. While All Music noted how the songwriting is as strong as it had been in, has been in quite some time and newly found sense of urgency keeps the record going as well as... as Blip, going at a well-tempered pace. My goodness, I cannot read tonight. 
I gotta go on because you're, you're not even on it anymore. Following Love Metal's I'm doing something else. <laughs> following Love Metal's release, him embarked on his first US tour, which was entirely sold out. In August 2003, him parted ways with BMG, having fulfilled having fulfilled his contractual uh, obligations, obligations to the label. Golly, I really can read. Just not tonight. The band were also set on releasing a live album tentatively titled Life Live Metal in November 2003, but the record was ultimately scrapped in favor of new material. In March 20, 2004, him released And Love Said No, the greatest hits, 1997 to 2004, which peaked at number two in Finland and number five in Germany. It also went gold in the band's home country. Aside from previously released material, the collection also included new songs and Love Said No and the cover of Neil Diamond's Solitary Man. The singles peaked at number one and two, respectively, in Finland, while Solitary Man reached number nine in the UK singles chart, on the UK singles chart. In September 2004, him signed a new recording contract with Sire Records, who would handle all the brand's future releases in Europe, North America, Japan, and Australia. In Finland, him's future releases would be handled through the band's own label, Hartogram. On 7th, 7th December 2004, him released the video collection, 1997 to 2003, a DVD featuring the band's musical music videos. Him was also voted 2004's Band of the Year by the readers of Metal Hammer magazine. Okay. Go ahead. Dark Light and Venus Doom, 2005 to 2008. Do you want me to read? Yes, please. <laughs> I'm busy. I'm doing something for a minute. Sorry. Dad. Go. Come on, get your shit together. <laughs> I've got my shit together. Oh, clearly. On January 17, 2005, 2005. God, I can't read either. <laughs> Him performed at the. Oh, yeah, I ain't fucking even going to try that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I don't know, somewhere in Asia. <laughs> Benefit concert for victims of the 2004 Indian Ocean earthquake and tsunami, along with the Rasmus. Rasmus. That's nice. The 69 Eyes Apocalyptica. Sorry. And negative. In March, the band relocated to Los Angeles to begin work on its fifth studio album with producer Tim Palmer. That same month, mm hmm. <laughs> a documentary about the group premiered on YLE TV2. The following May, him released Love, Love Metal Archives Volume 1, a collection of music videos, live performances, and other bonus materials. It debuted at number one in Finland and at number two in Germany. Within a few weeks, the collection had gone gold in Finland. Uh -uh. On September 26, 2005, him released its fifth studio album, Dark Light, which became the group's most successful album to date. It charted in 16 countries, began certified platinum in Finland, and was as well as gold in Germany, the UK, and the US. Four singles were released with Wings of a Butterfly and Killing Loneliness. That's a good song. Mm -hmm. It is. Reached, 
reaching number one and two respectively on the Finnish singles chart. The former also cracked the top 10 in the UK. Dark Light received mixed reviews from critics. The New York Times described the material as sturdier than ever, while Q Magazine called the album a collection of irresistible pop rock anthems. NME, meanwhile, described the record as wimpy, while All Music branded it as glossy and user-friendly. Hey, don't touch the chords, bro. We're going to fight. Um, at the 2005 Emma Gala, <clears throat> Dark Light was named Rock Album of the Year, while Wings of a Butterfly received the award for Song of the Year. Stop. Sorry, what y'all can't see is my son's, like, blowing sherbets on my hand. <laughs> night, Tom. Have a good night at work. Ha night, Tom. Have a good night. Night, Tom. Night, Tom. In, September <laughs> In September 2005, him embarked on European club tour to, promo to promote Dark Light. This was followed by a North American leg in October. In December, him expanded its annual New Year's Eve show into, into a three-day festival called Helldome, named after the group's booking agent, Tina Weldon and the city of Helsinki. Following the, sh following the shows, Lindy Lindstrom fractured his wrist bone, which forced him to postpone a tour of the UK and Ireland. In March 2006, him embarked on his first Australian tour, which was followed by the band's first shows in New Zealand and Japan. In September, him canceled its forthcoming North America tour in order to begin work on its new on a new album. Later that year, him released Uneasy Listening Volume One, a collection of rarities and alternate takes of previously released material. The album peaked at number seven in Finland while doubled while the double single Enjoy and Sorrow Pretending reached number one. Okay, and it just and then in two thousand February two thousand seven. Yes. Him began recording his sixth album at Finvox Studios with producers Hilly Hilsimi and Tim Palmer. Making of the album play, was plagued with problems in Bill Vallejo's personal life. His alcohol abuse had worsened, which resulted in him vomiting and defecating blood. Defecating. Defecating blood. At one you know we're shitting. All right. <laughs> Thank you for the for the clarification. Things came to a head when Vallejo suffered a nervous breakdown during a recording during the recording process while he did manage to recover momentarily he began drinking again during the mixing process eventually Lalo, Lalo was admitted to promises rehabilitation clinic in malibu by band manager seppo vestirian the album's release date was also pushed back from july to september 2007 in april him released uneasy listening volume two which peaked at number 12 in Finland. From, 20, from July 25th to September 3rd, 2007, him toured the U.S. with Lincoln Park and the Pro Project Revolution Tour. 
which also included my commercial, my chemical romance, taking back Sunday and placebo. Prior to prior to the tour, him held a contest for fans to win a trip to meet them at the Trek's opening date in Seattle. The winners of the contest would also be featured on the forthcoming live DVD. In July, him placed a number of concerts opening for played a number of concerts opening for Metallica, including the show at Wembley Stadium in London, England. Okay, on September 14, 2007, Tim released his sixth studio album, Venus Down, which started in the top ten in Finland, Germany, Switzerland, and Austria. It also gave the band its highest U.S. chart position to date at number 12. The album should, or the album would eventually go gold in Finland and Greece. The Kiss of Dawn and Bleed Well were released as singles, which, with the former peaking at number two in Finland. Venus Doom was well received by critics and Spin called the album, and I quote, the year's heaviest, creepiest, sexiest hard rock group effort, end quote. While NME declared it, and I quote, an extremely well executed pop metal album, end quote. All music gave the album three and a half stars out of five and found the album, like, quote, back on track and sounding more metal than ever, end quote. Venus Doom later garnered the band its first and only Grammy nomination for Best Box Special Limited Edition Package. During its recording tour, again recorded the live album Digital Virtual Doom. <laughs> we'll just mute you guys out for a moment. <laughs> that, that way, that way the grandson can scream his little head off. Yes. Like <laughs> said, yes. <laughs> Um, anyways, that was uh, done at the Orpheum Theater in Los Angeles, California. Released on April 29, 2008, the album peaked at number 10 in Finland. The 2008 edition of Hell Done was expanded into a tour which took the festival sound festival around Finland before returning to the Havista Club on New Year's Eve. Screamworks, Love and Theory, and Practice, and Tears on Tape, 2009 to 2014. In 2009, him entered the studio with producer Matt Squire to begin work on its seventh studio album. For the first time in the band's career, Velo worked completely sober, which resulted in the group rehearsing more than ever before. Titled Screamworks, Love, Love and Theory and Practice, the album was released on February 8th, 2010. It charted t- in 10 countries, checking or cracking the top 10 in Finland, Switzerland, and Austria. The album also reached number one on the UK Rock and Metal Albums chart and the US, and the US Hard Rock Albums chart. Screamworks was certified gold in Finland and Scared to Death, which is another good song, was released as singles with the former peaking number five. Well, that was not smart. What the heck did I do? In Finland. Anyways, you know, you know what's funny? I just thought of something. I, I said I was going to mute it, right? I muted Mikey. They're back now. Right? So I <laughs> unmuted them, right? I unmuted them on the soundboard, but I forget one minor detail. What? You're not muted on StreamYard. No. <laughs> So as far as the YouTube audience, they got to hear they got to hear case the whole time. <laughs> Whoops. Hey, hey, it's all part of life. <laughs> That's true. He's such a little jerk. 
<laughs> Say it. Say it. Do it, chicken. <laughs> Just like his mother. Takes one another one. Mm-hmm. Well, the brother in the family. Hmm. Yeah, I know. It really does run your family. Oh, I wasn't talking about the other side. <laughs> I think she was talking about you. I see halos. Oh, oh fucking held up by the goddamn horns. Exactly. No, there's no horns. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, even Aunt Kim's agreeing. <laughs> yeah. She's cuckoo. I am not. Hmm. You gonna finish? Huh? You gonna finish now? Yes, I would finish. I lost my place. This is what I have to deal with. Yeah. The album also reached number one on the UK rock and metal album charts and the US hard rock albums chart. Screamworks was certified Golden Finland. Heart Killer and with Heart Killer and Scared to Death were released as singles with the former peaking at number five in Finland. Screamworks was also well received by critics with all alternative press describing it as ultimately successful in its blending melody and muscle while Bill, Billboard felt it was a mixing bag but an appealingly bold one. A supporting tour began February 2010 with several showcase dates in Europe, followed by an Australian leg as part of the Soundwave Festival. Beginning March, the band toured UK and the US. Wow. On December 7th, 2010, him released Swarm or SWRMXS, a remix album done in collaboration with various other artists, including. At, including as T- Tasto, Morgan Page, and Salem. In 2010, uh, the 2010 edition of Heldon Hell was canceled as the band opted to take a break instead. In, in Mar- Mar- All right, go ahead. No, go ahead. You're more than welcome to read now. In March 2011, <laughs> him announced it had parted ways with Sire Records. Leave the band without a label. Later that year, him began re- working on his eighth studio album. But rehearsals were cut short after Gas Lipstick was diagnosed with repetitive stress injury and nerve damage in his hands. Gas's injury required extensive rest, which left the band in limbo, unsure whether to break up or find a replacement. The band opted to wait and see if Gas's condition improved. And after eight months, they regrouped and resumed working on him's next album. Ballo later recredited Gas's recovery for helping revitalize the band. In October 2012, him released the compilation album XX. Two decades of love metal. The collection was preceded by a cover of Keek's Strange World, which was originally scheduled for release on September 21st, 2012. However, due to an online leak, Release was pushed up to September 7th. XX Two Decades of Love Metal peaked at number four in Finland following a two year hiatus. Ham also brought back the Held On Festival in March or December 2012. 
In February, in February 2013, him announced that its forthcoming album will be released through Razor and Tie in North America, Double Cross in the UK and Ireland, and Universal Music in Europe. On, 20, on April 26, 2013, the band released its eighth studio album, Tears on Tape. I love that song. Which Night was... Kelly. Which was... Which was once again produced by Healy, Healsome, and mixed by Tim Palmer. The record, the record charted in nine countries, peaking at number two in Finland and Germany. And and okay, in the U.S., the album reached number fifteen on the Billboard 200. Three singles were released with "To the Night," winning the Video of the Year at the inaugural Noise Creep Creepies Award. Tears on Tape received mostly positive reviews with classic rock calling it, calling it, and I quote, a glorious return to form from one of the world's most particularly successful bands, end quote. This was echoed by Alternative Press, who started, who stated, and I quote, within him's impressive canon, it's among their best end quote caring gave a less favorable review stating and i quote tears on tape isn't bad it's just not as seductive as him could be end quote all right him was scheduled to begin this north american tour in support of tears on tape on may 3rd 2013 but the tour was canceled after bailey Vallow suffered a severe asthma attack and was diagnosed with presumptive pneumonia at the Vallow recuperated, him took part in Rock Allegiance tour with, along with Bulby, All That Remains, and Airborne. At the 2013 Revolver Golden Gods Award, Golden Gods Awards, him received the award for most dedicated fans. In March 2014, the band embarked on its first South American tour. That same month, him's first four albums were digitally released in the U.S. by The End Records. In May 2014, the band was scheduled to perform in China for the first time, but the first show in Shanghai, Shanghai was cut short by author- local authorities, while the second in Beijing was canceled altogether due to bad weather conditions. Mm-hmm. In November 2014, him released Lashes to Ashes, Lust to Dust, and a vinyl respect- respective 9603, a box Box set containing the band's first four albums, along with 66 Ways to Love prologue on 180 gram vinyl. In support, he embarked on the Love Metal Archives tour in December 2014. The band also performed at Fields of the Nephilim's 30th anniversary shows in London, England. Okay, and then we'll just go ahead and touch on the the last part of it will be the final years. January 27, 2015, gas. Lipstick announced his departure from him after 16 years with the band. In his announcement, Gas stated, and I quote, There is no drama, bad blood, or any negativity involved in my departure. I simply feel that it's time for me to move on as a musician, end quote. Him, him made its live debut following Gas's Gass, departure in July 2015 with a surprise show at Q Stock Festival in Oulu, Finland. The show featured the debut of gas replacement j- drummer Juka Cosmo Kroger. 
Velo later stated that the band would begin work on its new album eventually, but no release date had been set. On on December 5th, 2015, Ham performed at Knotfest in Toluca, Toluca, Mexico, with Slipknot, Megadeth, and Lamb of God, among others. In 2016, Ham took another hiatus during which the band members focused on their various side projects. Because of this, the 2016 edition of Hell, Hell Done was canceled. In October 2016, it was announced that him would be headlining the Tusca Open Air Metal Festival in 2017. In January 2017, him was also named the headliner of Majuna Rock. On March 5th, 2017, him announced that the band would be disbanding following a farewell tour later that year. In the announcement, Velo stated, after a quarter of a century, and I quote, after a quarter of a century of love, and metal intertwined, we sincerely feel him has run its nat- unnatural course and adios must be said in order to make way for sights, scents, sounds yet unexplored. We completed the pattern, solved the puzzle, and turned the key. Thank you. End quote. Leo later elaborated on the band's decision to call it quits, stating, and I quote again, we got together and started playing some songs and thinking what's next. We felt like the new material wasn't taking flight. We got along well together, but but something was lacking. The stars weren't uh, in alignment. He also went and I end quote. He also went on to say that and I quote, we felt like there was nothing left to give collectively. It was fun playing the old songs. Everybody got along well together, but the spark was missing. End quote. Allo didn't rule out the possibility of band reuniting in the future, stating and I quote. The good thing about this is there that there is no drama, so it doesn't hurt the chances, end quote. On, um, May, on May 24th, 2017, it was announced that a photo expedition by Bill Joakala titled him Right Here in My Eyes would be held at the Helsinki Art Museum from June 15th to July 3rd, featuring previously unseen photographs of the band preparing for its farewell tour. November tw- November 2017, the, expi- the expedition was also held at the Morrison Hotel Gallery in New York City. Him began its Bang and Whimper 2017, the farewell tour on, the f- on June 14, 2017 in Barcelona, Spain. The tour was generally received, was generally well received with the Nottingham Post stating that him truly went out with a bang. The band played its final show on New Year's Eve 2017 as part of the Hell Done Festival. Pretty cool. Yep. I mean, the cool part is they're still talking or, you know, they're at least from what they're saying, they didn't part ways negatively, which when a lot of bands part ways negatively, you never can get them all back together again. Um, Case in point, all we have to do is look how long it took for Slash and Duff to return with Axel Rose in Guns mm-hmm. N' Roses. Or even it took lawyers to get Vince Neil back in Motley Crue. Yes, it did. You know, so if they're telling the truth, then there's always a chance that they can come back, even a one-off, you know, oh, a yeah. one-off tour here, a one-off just to, hey, you know what? It's a celebration of this album, X amount of years, and we want to come back and play. 
don't. And that's cool if they really do leave on good terms. Yes. I'll go. We'll go to that show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Most oh, definitely. I definitely would like to go. I mean, <laughs> yes. I mean, I was kind of, kind of really pissed off when I just found out Metallica the last month was in fucking Vegas. Oh, shit. Damn. Yeah, and they played at, at Allegiant. Nice. Yeah. Of course, they, they Metallica likes to rub it into you when they release a video from that night. Right. Because, you know, they, they actually record all their shows now. Oh, nice. Yeah. But, yeah. But, Kim. Okay, so did you go through everybody on their first time hearing him? Yes. We're at okay. it. Okay, so when's the first? Okay. When's the first time, Hannah, you listened to all their albums? Uh, only like a couple years ago. Okay. Kim? Two days, starting two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> Which I have, I kind of, I went in with it with an open mind, but once I started listening to it, it was not what I expected. It was like amazing their musical their musical style, but it's not what I had anticipated or expected when I started listening to them. <laughs> yeah, like for me, the previous, the only only full album I ever heard by them up until this last week is was dark was it dark light? Yeah, got, dark light. Dark light was the one that was in the U.S. Yeah. that has yeah, wings of a butterfly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean. And of course, most of that is because, you know, I mean, Pandora sucks. Tell me about it. You know, you go to Pandora, you type in him or you type in any band and you say, I don't, I want all, you're hoping for to have all the, just to get all the albums and whatnot. And all of a sudden it starts with maybe one or two songs by the band. And then all of a sudden you're fucking going off to another band. Like, oh, that's not what I want. I don't want a radio station. If I want a radio station, I listen to a fucking radio station. Yep. Exactly. You know, I understand a lot of people, you know, they like to have the, the I mean, I don't want, when I make a mixtape that I make a fucking mixtape for myself or nowadays a playlist. Yes. You know, that's my playlist I want to listen to specifically, or I'd rather just listen to a fucking radio station. Put all their albums. You have them all? Mikey does on YouTube. Well, once upon a time, I used to have all their CDs, vinyls, and I had like, the coolest shit. He haven't had one CD they released under her. Oh, wow. And that was like rare and I never opened it. But thanks to some spiteful ex, she decided to take them all and I never saw them again. Bitches. So, oh, <laughs> yeah. Damn. I was like, yeah. that was, can't live with them. Can't live without them. That was pissed. I was like, you know how much hey, not I all spent? of us are that way, fucker. <laughs> That's true. We're not. <laughs> They're his. I don't give a fuck. Ouch. Yeah. Damn, that sucks, bro. <sighs> yeah, I was mad. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So what's your favorite album, Mikey? Honestly, all of them, I would have to say, but I think the two <laughs> would be the greatest love songs and Razor Blade Romance. Probably my top two, two albums. First two, yeah. First yep. two, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much. It, it's funny hearing you say all of them because and I know why Hannah's laughing because she knows <laughs> it's the same way, way with me with Motley Crue. 
I I mean, it, but if I had to put them in an order, yeah, it would. I mean, mine would probably go just a little bit, but change it just a little bit where it'd be shot the double and then too fast for love. But other than that, first two are right there in the top two. Yeah. You know, but. Me? I like all of them, and I cannot say which one I like because I just like all of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're rocking out to them. Yeah, I was. I was. I was sitting there on my phone going like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I liked them. They're really good. Yeah. YouTube they has are. all their albums, just so you guys know. I know what I'm doing. YouTube has all of their albums, just so you know. Oh, yeah, so is Apple. Just sharing, fucker, okay? Damn. Hey, no, that's good for the rest <laughs> of the audience, man. Yeah, it is, because if they want to listen to them, they know where to find them. Right, I mean, they don't have to go to fucking Amazon or, or have yeah. an Apple account and listen to them. No, you they know, can go to YouTube free. and listen to them. And I'm sure they're on Spotify, too. Yeah. So, yeah, it was good information. And, no. Uh, you've ever seen my mic? I did. I had uh the chance to watch all every time they went down to the Anaheim or down Anaheim in Los Angeles. Right. I went to watch all of their their shows. Even their farewell tour in Salt Lake. I went to that. Oh, nice. 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 Yeah, Lord, you're shaking her head. You well, weren't yeah, with him at the time. I wanna go. Well, you weren't sorry, with him at the time. I didn't know you Well then. I don't care. He should have found me. Jesus. <laughs> oh, good fucking God. Only my daughter would say something like that. You waited too long, damn it. Sorry, oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. See, H- Hannah has never really been to a live show yet. Why am I not? Yeah. Where are you coming? Where are you coming up with that? I went to Crew Fest one and two. Yeah, plus, and I saw the farewell, the farewell, farewell tour. tour. Yeah, no, it's called their the first final one. tour. I don't give a fuck. That's okay. It's I read supposed I, to be. I read a uh, quote from Nikki saying, "Expect deeper cuts this time around." Oh yeah. I don't buy it. <laughs> I'm like. They should have just ended it when they ended. I agree. If that was the tour. If that was what they were gonna do, then they should have just ended. I agree. Not just continue to fucking come back and oh, just kidding. This is our final tour. Yeah. No. Hey, well, hey, I don't give a fuck. Hey, in the nineties, fucking Ozzy Osbourne did the No More tours, and guess what? He's still doing tours. <laughs> Kiss in 2000 did their first farewell tour, and they they picked up their other farewell. And supposedly they're on a current farewell, farewell tour. tour again. What was that? Yep. Was actually they started it before everything, and then they put it on hold. Scorpions did a farewell tour. They came back. So I mean, so far out of all the bands that I know have done farewell tours, besides the ones that have died, him's the only one that's fucking. Called it, to it. Yeah, it's called it quits when they said this is gonna be it. We're done. Like no more. Right. Yeah. But I guarantee you this much. Fans will go crazy if they well, yeah, but here's the thing is they again, there's nothing stopping them from coming back and doing a tour. No. no. Oh no, I'll be no. like, shut up and take my money. Right? 
know, it, it, I mean, they didn't do like a fucking, you know, they didn't try to pull some hum, humbo mumbo bullshit like Kerr did where, oh, we signed a contract and unless we all agree to rip it up. Yeah. yeah. So well, of dumb. course, what did they do? They fucking released a so-called autobiography movie. Yep. Which. Bio-optic. 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 Yeah, biopic. There's only like four or five things in there are true from the rest of this fucking bullshit. Yeah, I know. You told me that. According to, well, you read the book? I started, but I haven't finished it yet. That's your problem. Hey, it's kind of like hey, I would let, No, I would let you read my copy, Ooh. but I don't have it. Uh-oh. <laughs> Just like I don't have my copy of uh, Heroin Diaries. Uh oh. He's looking at the wrong person. I don't know what he's talking about. Well, he's not looking at me because I don't fucking have it. You look at him, Mikey. (laughs) (laughs) Although, on a a fun note, uh, Vila Vallo is still making songs. uh, Like, oh, does that work? By himself. Solo. Yeah, solo. So if you go to hardogram.com, you can find a few of his songs. Mikey just found him the other night. And I just, I found him just like, like Kim's looking last week. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I was pretty happy. I was, right on. I was geeking out pretty hard. <laughs> he was. We were That's like good. getting ready for bed. He's like, fuck it. Listen. <laughs> I'm like, no fucking way. I'm like, yes, please make, make more albums and uh, go yeah. live. Like, I'm, we're going to go. <laughs> it's going to happen. You go. It'd be the only way that Mikey would work OT. That's true. The only way I work OT. He's like, okay, we're going to this concert. I got to work like, Don't play it right now. No, but I found it. I found it. No, but I found it. <laughs> but it's cute ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He's like, once this live is over. Uh, <laughs> once, okay, but once this live is over, over, we got about 35 fucking albums to listen to. Yeah, I know. Ah, oh, fuck me. Uh-huh. Because see, one thing is, is you can go ahead and switch these players. Son because of a next bitch. week, we music madness does finish with with Reba McIntyre with Hannah. Oh my god! Hannah's gonna be making a few appearances the next few weeks on this show. Fuck. That'd be cool. I'm gonna. I, so is he doing any touring in as a solo artist? I don't know if he is. Um, I know oh, that he's shit. made like a few songs with other bands. I know he's made a few with like in I can't remember the guy's name, but like in his native language. Oh, okay. nice. And like I it's more like a mellow, I guess you can say, like kind of jazz-ish, I guess. I didn't understand what he was saying, but from you know what I listened to, it sounded pretty good. <laughs> but Daniel Lyonai, I think so, yeah. And then he's also got Billy Vallo and the Agents that just came out in 2019. Nice. And then That's another cool. song that he, he made was uh, that Summer Wine, like his own, like his version. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Milo Ballo and Natalie 
Avalon. Avalon. Ooh. Oh, nice. I'll have to search that one out now. Yeah, it's sure. a pretty good song. Sure, you can find it, Kim. I'm sure I can. <laughs> but yeah, well, that's cool. Hopefully, you'll uh, release some of these, uh, get some more release over here, and you'll come back over and even just tour as a solo artist. I mean, not like you can't throw a hymn in a hymn song in there, in there once in a while. Yeah. I mean, Should hopefully, be. hopefully he doesn't become. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to. Hopefully, he doesn't become like another fucking lead singer who can't seem to stop playing his band's music and not touch his fucking solo shit. Mm, yeah, we know who you, yeah. I know who I'm talking about. Yes. I know who you're talking about, too. I don't know who Hannah does. Vince Neil. Oh, I didn't even know that he went solo. Uh, well, yeah, he's got three or four fucking solo albums. Yeah, he does. I don't follow that shit anymore, okay, but he can't well, sing, so I don't know why oh. the fuck he'd go solo. But yeah, I mean, yeah, he does a solo tour. His backing band is pretty much Slaughter. Mm-hmm. The guys from Slaughter, well, well, they're not touring with Slaughter. And you listen to the whole fucking set list, and it's a fucking Motley Crue show. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. He doesn't do anything off of Exposed, which came out like, 93. Doesn't do anything off Carbon Stone, or even off the last one he did was Tequila tequi- tequila Tequila's and, and Tattoos. tattoos yeah. It's like, really, dude, you've got three fucking solo albums to choose songs from, and you decide to play none of my crew. Of course. Why would he fucking do any... The, the fucking songs that he can't even sing! Right? This isn't a Motley Crew show, Dad. I know. It's a hymn show. I know. Yeah, Dad. <laughs> Alright, you guys got anything else to add? No. Wow. <laughs> Are you ready for Reba then, Hannah? Fuck no. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Damn, I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll be spending the next fucking week just trying to prepare for it. <laughs> Let's find out how many albums Reba really does have. Oh, my God. I Probably quite a few. <laughs> I am not prepared. 34. 34. 34. Oh, boy. Are we including her greatest hits? No, that's all. That's studio albums. That's all. Fucking Christ. Uh That's not included. But then again, you do have to listen to a few of the compilations because they got new songs on them. Awesome. We're going to be busy. (laughs) We are going to be busy. Oh, my God. I am so screwed. Uh-huh, me too. <laughs> Good thing Mikey's off for the next few days. <laughs> Why is that? Because I'm going to be doing nothing but listening to fucking Reba music, and he's <laughs> going to be taking care of the kid. <laughs> Fuck. What did you do with the other one? She's at her dad's. Um, oh, it means yep. she missed out this week. Yep. Mm. That's why it's a little calmer around the house. Yep. <laughs> Colby's not here yet. Well, we know he got. Oh well. Yep. Thirty-four studio albums. Wow. Oh my god. <laughs> I might have to break out the records. 
Oh, yeah. We do have the vinyls of some of her we albums. We got a, a lot of her earlier ones. ones on vinyl. Yeah. Shit, I better start searching. Hey, did you? I don't know if I ever told you, I probably did get an original copy of Rumor Has It. I think you did. I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember when we got it, but it's up there. I was like, okay, cool. We did get it. Wasn't it in one of those um, lots that no. we. It might, it might. No, I'm, I don't think it was in one of those lots. Well, I'm not talking the big lots, but ones where. That's a fucking store. I know it is. But ones where they were selling like so many records and Reva was one of them. Probably. Oh. I don't know. I'd have to go back and look through all my eBay and shit. <laughs> he doesn't even know. I know. <laughs> See how you are? <laughs> See how you are? Get hey, we just... Together. You're always saying <laughs> you got your shit together. It is together. Clearly it's not. You don't even know where you got it from. Oh, fuck it. I've been buying albums since this fucking podcast started, just before this podcast started. <laughs> you expect me to keep track of where the fuck I'm buying from? Yeah, get your shit together. You should have it written down where you buy what from. Come on now. That was a pain. I actually was doing that. Yeah, and then what happened? Gave up doing the damn podcast. No. <laughs> I was like, no, you didn't, because we're still here. No. We went from, I just realized, to me, it was just, it was becoming a pain in the ass to constantly write that shit down. Oh. Actually, it was more becoming a pain in the ass because I think it was after we bought that, God, what was it, like 25 bags over at fucking Goodwill. Oh, yeah. And I had all these records, and it's like, yeah, I mean, they're still stacked over yeah, in the boxes. Yeah, they're still stacked over there, and there's some in there that needs to be gone through, too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You spell it this shit out. Can't do it anymore. Oh, See how you are. See how you are. Why don't you put it on the computer? Because I don't want it to fuck the stream up. <laughs> if you type it into like Word or whatever, make a chart. Oh. Dude. I did. I did do that once. Like I said, I did do it once. Well, you may well, have to do it again. I, but I want to do it again. Maybe do it again. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, so I didn't buy it off of Discogs. No, it was through eBay. I was double checking Discogs first. You haven't. We haven't. You haven't bought a lot of. You have not bought a lot of records off of Discog. There we go. <laughs> Spit it out, Kim. Exactly. She'll get there eventually. Or swallow. Yeah. Spitters or quitters. <laughs> Let's see. There it is. Yep. February 2nd of this year. Uh huh. Oh. Oh, it's a fucking promo. That's why. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you got it. So it's like a record they uh, either gave to the record stores to play or they sent it to like uh, the country stations. Yeah. Oh. And then they would record it on either the real, real or they would record it onto a cassette tape and then take what songs they wanted or they would fucking play have it they had the nicer ones where they could stick it right on the fucking song they want to play mm. very nice yeah. yeah but yeah so we do have rumor has it it's nice i knew we did but yeah 34 fucking albums holy fuck we're gonna be we are gonna be busy 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 
the good thing is like pretty much already have my my top five for that will definitely encompass the 80s and 90s or mainly the late 80s early 90s mine's gonna be all over the place because i haven't listened yeah. to much rebus since 96 yeah yeah mine's gonna be scattered uh-huh. <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah that's what i'm thinking <laughs> so then we got april coming up yeah and the first th- the first uh scheduled uh thing in april is lion king. Lion king. are we just doing the animated one from 1994 yeah. i think so i don't i, think, I, don't. Wait, I haven't please. even watched the live neither have we <laughs> That's why I asked if we're just going to do the 94 animated version. So, yeah, so coming up in April, we got the Lion King huh. animated. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we're going to do and live action. We're going to stick with the animated with Hannah. Yeah. April 12th. Yay. On the April 12th episode, we're going to be doing Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yes. I cannot wait to see that. April 19th is the four year anniversary. Yes. You said have to watch the original Ghostbusters. I'm not coming on, so I don't care. <laughs> You've not seen Ghostbusters 1? No. Or 2? No. <laughs> hey, not everybody has seen them, okay? Uh-huh. Be nice. Not everybody <laughs> has seen them. Also on April 19th, releasing on HBO Max, will be the new The Batman movie. Yes. With Sparkle. <sighs> His name is not Sparkles. His name is Robert Pattinson. Just because he's played a sparkly vampire doesn't mean shit. Edward. He'll always be Edward. (laughs) April 26th. April 26th, we'll be doing Free Guy. Yes. Yes. uh, Uh, Ryan Ryan Reynolds? Ryan Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds. yes. Oh, it's such a good movie. Yes. And May so far, what we have is May 3rd, something Star Wars. Related. Okay. <laughs> I haven't really picked a topic yet. We haven't picked one because that's the day before May the 4th. Yeah, I know. But the 20th anniversary on May 17th, the 20th anniversary of episode two, Attack of the Clones happens. Oh, okay. So, yes, we will be finally watching at least one fucking Star Wars movie. Yes, we will. I'm breaking it down. And let's see what else I got kind of written down here. June 14th, we're going to be doing Bronco Billy. Yes. Somewhere in June. Also, there will be the, uh, it'll be a Sunday night episode. We'll be doing the boy bands. Yes. Which will be the next ladies night takeover. Yep. How come I don't have any of this? Have what? You didn't send any of this to her? I don't know. I got it right here on my notes. It's not on mine. Oh, that's right, because you are no longer Apple. So I'm no longer got, an Apple user. That's right. I've got to switch shit over to Google because... Yeah, so you can send all this to her. Well, that's okay. We'll see if she's got this shit. Then, also in June, we're going to kind of mix movies and music. We'll do, like I said, we'll do Ladies Night Takeover, the boy bands. Yes, nothing. I know we got people who are going to be... We don't have a date on that one yet, just so you know, because I have to talk to people. But I don't have up. nothing in June. It's blank. Well, <laughs> June 14th. 
June and July are clear. They're not a <laughs> nothing zilch. Schedule's open. Well, July, July is open. I have not. But the in there. schedule is open. Yep. <laughs> nothing zilch. August 2nd, we will be coming back with another music, but this won't be like a March. It won't be like a music madness, but it will be a, a music month. And we're going back in time. Yes, we we're are. We're going before our time of music. We're going to be talking about the Beatles on August 2nd. Yeah. August 9th, Chuck Berry. August 16th, we will be talking about uh, Ellis Presley because it'll be, a 45th, be 45 years since his death. Yes. August 23rd, Kim wanted to do the Everly Brothers. Yes, I want to do Everly Brothers. And on August 30th, Kim also wanted to do Jan and Dean. Yes. And as far as October goes, October is already filled up. I hope we're gonna. I hope. Are we gonna do horror movies? Oh fuck yeah! October fourth, we're doing Wes Craven. Oh gee, okay. I o- hope you plan on showing. October eleventh, uh-huh. we're doing Stephen fucking King. Oh god. October eighteenth, we're doing American Werewolf in London. I knew about that one. And on October twenty fifth, because Kim chose it, we'll be going to the PG World or G rated World and do Halloween Town. Yes. Halloween Town. Yes, I love Halloween Town. And obviously, yes. right now, we have just now included Hannah on that episode. Yes, oh, wait have. a second. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, man. <laughs> I included have my mouth shut. 25 extra episodes she'll be on before then. What the fuck? <laughs> anyways, yes. No, we'll, we'll, get the, we'll get these all. I'll get these all out to you, Hannah. Anyways, I'm, guys, I want to thank you both for coming on. It was been a fun show. Sorry, I wasn't here in the beginning, but I go pick up a few things. Feeling a little bit, feeling a little bit better. I think I just had to get the fuck out of the house. Probably you shouldn't stay in the house too long. Yeah, no shit, right? Yeah. Right. Right. Well, I can tell you the first part of the show probably. <laughs> Why? Why do you put the crickets on you, jerk? Probably was not the best part of the show. <laughs> I don't know. I had people over at over fucking Circle K ask me, what show are you watching? I had a fucking full blast while I was texting in Circle K. You did? Yeah. Oh, why? Oh. <laughs> oh, why? <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Well, we're going to go put you guys backstage. We'll talk to you in just a minute. Thank you again for coming on. Yes, thank you. And we'll finish this show up real quick. Ah, oh, what a great, what a great job. You did a great job in the beginning. Shut up. I don't want to hear it. You did, so shut up. Okay. If you think you didn't, I'm sure there'll be a lot of people on you about that. I'm sure there will be. Okay. But yeah, next week, you know, we're going to finish up music, March Music Madness. With Reba. I put March in there. That's fucking bad. Yeah. Anyways, with Reba McIntyre with Hannah. Again, yes. That'll be a fun episode. Yes. I can already tell you, uh, somebody will have fancy as number one. Yeah, me! <laughs> Do you not understand the point of somebody and then you don't say nothing? Well, you never know. My number one could be different. But yeah, um, no, it was great. It was a great show. Yes. I'm, um, Learned a lot about him, you know, through not only All that, right. but also from Mikey. It was great having Mikey on. First time ever being on the on yep. on the podcast on a full episode. 
goes right. We definitely have to get him back for more. Probably when I, you know what, you know what would be a good time to get him back? When? We're doing the fucking marble moons. Yes. Once I start yes. watching all the motherfuckers. Yes. I've only still seen the ones I saw up there in Iron Man. Yes. It's your fault. Hey, I'm not stopping you. You haven't seen The Incredible Hulk. No, I have not. So you said you wanted to watch that one with me, so for me to go watch more. <laughs> hey, you ever you ever know in a vehicle? I'm gonna, before we finish the show, you know, in a vehicle, there are lever A's and lever B's. Yes. When I'm sitting in this fucking chair, that fucking soundboard is a lever B. I don't think so. Anyways, we want to thank everybody for hanging out. Tonight we had a full chat. We, we had did. fun in the chat. We had, of course, Hannah, Mikey. We had Tom. We had Dragon Buddy. We had Le- Kelly, your Lunar Girl. We had Shanti. We also had Steve. We had Steve show up. Thank you. That's over on Rogue One Radio. Who They are live right now. Yes. As soon as you get through watching us, pop over to Rogue One Radio and watch them. Right. Um, They're doing, I believe, the Batman Galleries, I think. Is what they're doing. Why don't you ever have the, uh, you know, Kelly goes to a lot of trouble making these very nice little ads. Yeah, I believe it's the Bat, I believe it's Batman Batman Galleries. Rogue, Rogues Galleries. Galleries, yes. Yes. Anyways, but until next week, we are Scott, or I'm Scott. And I'm Kim, and don't. We are you. (laughs) Do not forget to give a thumbs up. Smash the light and smash that bell to be notified. And if you like our show, comment below and we'll talk. We'll talk to you next week when we come back with Reba McIntyre to conclude March Music Madness. And until then, have a great week and a great weekend. Be kind to everyone. Peace. Peace. Good night, everybody. Good night. Greetings, listener. Just a reminder that the podcast you just heard is a proud member of the Red 5 Network family. Red5Network.com offers you a great variety of shows you'll be sure to love. So the next time you're itching for quality content, make sure you head over to Red5Network.com. You'll find this podcast along with a whole lot more. All wings report in. It's the Red 5 Network.